So you have nail hand right now. My nail hand? Yeah, you know how like when girls get their nails done? Yes. And they like suddenly start talking mm-hmm. with their hands a lot more? Because I'm done placement. <laughs> and I'm not in work. <laughs> so girl, gotta get the nails done. Mm-hmm. But look at them now. I don't see any problems with it. Okay. You know what? The only problems that come about with nails are the ones that you recognize yourself. That's true. Because That's from like afar. everything else. Too. Exactly. Like, we're always so super critical of ourselves. I feel like whenever, whoever proposes to you, it'll just be like, hands on deck. Just left show hand. It. Hey, guys. Embrace it. Just like fixing your hair with your left hand. The nails. Millie Rock. Millie rocking with your left <laughs> hand predominantly being seen, like... And then if you don't have the nails, then you gotta do the fist. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't let people see no, you slipping. I did that many times. Just Millie rocking with a fist? I mean, play it off. I wish people could see me right now. Hey. 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 Millie Rock. Hey. Millie Rock. Okay. Hey. <laughs> so my name is Samaha Ali, and you guys are listening to Steve T. And of course, I have a guest in the room. Would you like to introduce yourself? My name is... Karis, also known as Kate Reyes. <laughs> Kate well, you can call me Kate Reyes. <laughs> and Kate Reyes, what flavor of steep tea are we having today? We are having some Filipino cha, also known as tea. Let's do cha it. Tea. So, Kate, tell me who you are. I am a nursing student at Western University. I am originally from Scarborough, mm-hmm. or east of Toronto, Scar but still part of Toronto. Scarps. Hey. It's a Scarborough thing. <laughs> but yeah, I'm in nursing. I would love to pursue a career in nursing, obviously. Still not sure where, but... Why nursing, Kate? I just find that like I am a people person Mm -hmm. but more so like I mean there's different kinds of people person I feel like me I'm more like I care about a lot of people and also this came to mind when like my grandma when she was sick Mm -hmm. like the way I see the nurses like care for her and cater to her like it just opened up my eyes like this was never like my parents' idea of me going into nursing, because mm-hmm. we're gonna get into this, but like it's a very Filipino stereotypical thing for parents to like force their children to go into nursing. I made this decision to go into nursing, and it's mainly that's where it came from. Like when my grandma was sick, I just saw how like the nurses would treat her and care for her, and it just it's like I'm that type of person to just care for people. Like I'm mm-hmm. a caring person, loving person. I'm here to listen to everyone, to take care, like, just to make everyone feel better. 100% endorse <laughs> and verify this. Like, I can validate that what she is saying is true. But tell me about the p- fact that your parents were kind of like, don't go into nursing. Is that what happened? They weren't like, don't go. Like, usually, because like, when I told people, oh, I'm going to be going to nursing, it's like, oh, is it because of your parents? I'm like, no. Like, I made this decision. I honestly don't know what my parents wanted me to go into. Probably somewhere in the healthcare field, but not specifically, like, nursing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was more so my decision. 
but it is like I said it's a Filipino stereotype for like um, Filipino kids to go into nursing and obviously in this generation not everyone follows through with that but it like from what I see it, it still happens like there's a lot of Filipino like I have a lot of Filipino friends that are in nursing and some of them are because of their parents but some of them it's like their decision so wow I don't know why hmm. but like I like from my experience I have a lot of like aunts that come from the Philippines mm -hmm. and they more so come here for like to be a caregiver mm -hmm. like that's how they start off mm -hmm. and I feel like that's just not the Philippines like it's other countries too mm -hmm. but I've heard like like when people will come up to me and be like oh like I hear like mostly like nurses like that like their family members have would be like Filipino like you guys are very like caring like you guys are just like people pe people just like kind of yeah. <laughs> essentialize your whole like yeah. squad. Exactly. Wow. So So how do you combat that as a nursing student? Honestly, I don't really think about it. Mm -hmm. Like it only like I do think of when people like bring it up to me and mm -hmm. I just say like that's not the reason. Like it has nothing to do with like it probably does have something to do with my culture because we are very like like I said, friendly people. Mm -hmm. I went into it for my own passion because I just care about people. And like, <laughs> what else can I say? <laughs> so tell me about like your culture since you brought it up. How were you raised for you to say that like you guys are very people people, like you care a lot. Tell me about yourself. So when, so I grew up in a Filipino Canadian household. Like mm -hmm. both my grandparents, well, I've only met my grandparents on my dad's side. They, I don't know when they came to Canada, but both from the Philippines and then my parents came, and I've lived in my household for, like, my whole life. Mm -hmm. And my grandparents, mainly my grandma, well, my grandparents and my parents, they would speak to me in Tagalog, the national language of the Philippines, but more so our dialect, where, like, my whole family's from, well, my mom, my dad, and my grandparents. Mm -hmm. They're from a city in the Philippines called Pampanga, mm -hmm. and our dialect is Kapampangan. Mm -hmm. And that's what they would speak to me from when I was born. So obviously that stuck to me till now like I understand the language but I cannot speak it at all like I know a few words like I'll speak to it with my cousin and stuff and like we find it funny because it is a funny like language when you hear it but like I love it like I embrace it like mm -hmm. that's where I came from and that's what my parents speak but like when my brother grew up he they also obviously spoke to him in that dialect and he caught on to it where he would speak it fluently. Mm -hmm. I didn't, which is kind of sad. Like, I wish I speak, like, I wish I was bilingual or something. Mm -hmm. But, like, he started speaking that a lot when he, the dialect when he was little. But then he eventually went to school and lost it all. Um, so you didn't have that initial, I wouldn't say connection, but initial, um, you didn't have that initial response with speaking Tagalog no. immediately. And then obviously, just like your brother, he lost it in school, but you never really like picked it up. You, But you completely understand. Sorry, not Tagalog, the dialect my mm. family speaks. You, you probably can't say because I barely can say. Kapang Kapangpanga. Let's say together now. <laughs> Kapangpanga. I got to like break it. It's a long Let's word. Let's say it together. Okay, break it down. Ka. Ka. 
Pang. Pang. Pangan. Oh my god, I hope I say that right. My family members listening to this. Honestly, let us pray. Let us pray that we It's close. I'm pretty sure that's right. Okay, we'll take but it. But it's a difficult <laughs> word. Mm-hmm. But yeah. The language is something that immediately you understand today. Yeah. Um, in terms but, of communicating back, it's not as strong as you'd want it to be, right? Yeah, and same for like translating. Like if someone, like my parents would speak, like they'll do a bit of like kapangpangan in English mm-hmm. mixed together. And like they would say something to me, but if someone were to ask me like, what did your mom just say? I'm like, I have no idea, but I understand. Mm-hmm. And like there'll, there'll be some words I can pick up on and be like, I know there was that in it mm-hmm. and that, but that's all I can tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, it's amazing how language works. Yeah, it's Especially, weird. Right? <laughs> so when we're considering like how language is operated in your like formative years of your life, <coughs> where also did you see your culture kind of playing a role in your life? Um, when it came to like parties and stuff, mm-hmm. like if you know Filipinos... They are always at a fam jam. Like, my friends back home would be like, okay, can you come out? I'm like, sorry, man, got a fam jam. They'd be like, I should have figured. Like, mm-hmm. now they don't even ask me. They're like, kid's probably busy. She has a fam jam. Like, we're just, we love being with our family. Like, mm-hmm. we love eating with our family. Like, everything we do is together. Mm-hmm. So, like, even, like, New Year's, for example, I've never been out, like, New Year's Eve out with friends or anything. I always have to ring in the New Year with my family. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a thing. And, like, it's hard to, like, disrespect that because your respect is part of the culture. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. So, it's heavily family oriented, mm-hmm. from what I understand and what you're telling me. And obviously, you guys just want to spend time together, just yeah. be together. And how has this formed, like, your general perspective of what? the family unit should be like because you guys don't have a nuclear family you got it's everyone everyone is your brother everyone's your cousin everyone is your uncle everyone is your grandfather like even if they're not blood related you Mm -hmm. call them like aunt and like aunt in tagalog Mm -hmm. and every dialect in the philippines is tita and uncle is tito so even if there is an older man in the house and you don't know who he is but he's filipino you'll be like hi tito if it's a female you go hi tita Mm -hmm. So it's just, again, this is leading into, like, respect and, like, the elderly and all that. Yeah, tell me about the respect and the elderly and all of that. <laughs> okay. Um, where should I start? So basically, like, at family parties, um, first of all, I don't know if this is still a thing, but I know in my household it still happens. When you enter a Filipino household, you're offered chinelas, mm-hmm. which is slippers okay <laughs> is that a thing in your culture? no i've no. never heard of this before i don't know why but like i mean sometimes you don't have enough so I'm like mom how are you gonna <laughs> put all the chanelas on these people See, but... this is what i love like this is the whole reason why steve teased the thing because these are this is something so natural to you yeah I, it's i've never heard I mean, of such a concept i don't personally do it myself but mm-hmm. like my mom would remind me like can you offer them some slippers mm-hmm. i'm like okay mm-hmm. sure and some people they'll be like it's fine like cause i guess like over the years it like changes like just like everything else yeah. but back then like it's it's part of the culture to mm-hmm. wear slippers inside the house mm-hmm. i guess obviously for respect or just i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know the exact reasons but it's a thing but yeah when we enter family parties like when i enter like someone else's family party like my aunts or uncles we do this thing where you take oh my gosh i don't know if it's the left or right you take the el- like the elderly's hand 
and you place it against your forehead. Like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Can't it to me. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a sign of respect, being like you're acknowledging the elderly people in the house. Mm-hmm. So you start with the oldest. Yeah. I don't do this. Like I don't. I just you don't. whoever I know is old. I. Okay. It's called blessing or, like, it's a blessing. Mm -hmm. Like, you're being blessed. You're blessed. blessed. You're being blessed by the elderly. I forgot what the term is called. Oh, my gosh. My Filipino people, help me out. (laughs) Honestly. it's manopo. Mm -hmm. That's the Tagalog phrase for it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I believe so. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But, yeah, that's what usually happens. But, like, today, like, with my godparents and stuff like mm-hmm. i would go forth and like take their hand and they'd be like no it's okay just give me a hug and kiss it's it's 2017 like mm-hmm. and also some of them they don't want to feel old yeah so they're just like just give me a hug just give me a kiss i'm like okay but if they don't say that then obviously i still go for it and they they appreciate it especially the elderly like my grandpa all the time i come home mm-hmm. i bless him take his hand Get blessed. Mm-hmm. Hi, Apple. That's what I call him. <laughs> so, what is it? How do you feel when? So, how do you feel when your godparents don't want you to do that anymore? Do you feel like it's kind of being lost because of your age? Like you're getting older and they're getting older, so it's no longer as dramatic in terms of like a young child and like an elder. Mm-hmm. Um, or do you find that it's 2017 and? We've now lived in this country for X amount of years. Like, we don't need to hold on to this. I think it's more so the latter, yeah. Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel? I don't know. Like, to be honest, I don't like doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, the the blessing. I don't know why. It just... Okay, I'm... I'm biased. <laughs> like... Uh, like, when I go, like, I mainly do it to my godparents. And uh, we'll get back to that because that's another thing that pisses me off. <laughs> um, religion and all that. Mm-hmm. But um, I mainly do it to them just because I know they're, like, I mean, all my relatives are important to me, but they're, like, the most important people mm-hmm. that will probably take care of me later on in my life. But... um yeah, I mainly do it to them, and sometimes I do feel offended, like, oh, okay, that's fine. But at the same time, like, I'm also good with a kiss. So mm-hmm. it's not that offensive to me. Mm-hmm. I just get it, like, sure. And they like feeling young, so mm-hmm. I just I just allow it. <laughs> <laughs> so these are a lot of the principles that you learned when you were younger. Yeah. And now you kind of carry it on to today, because like you mentioned earlier, when you see your apple, you still... Oh my god, go Sama. <laughs> <laughs> you're so mean <laughs> you still like greet him you still get your blessing right? yeah so and he like i find the elderly they appreciate more and if we don't do it to the more elderly i feel like they'll feel disrespected more so to like my godparents are m- much younger mm. they'd be like they want to be cool they want to be the cool kids yeah you just want to kiss or hug mm-hmm. so how do you find that your traditions and your culture and your customs mm-hmm. these small things these small nuances have influenced you today Hmm. I'm going to go back to the family thing again. Because <laughs> I feel like that's something, I mean, you're probably going to ask me this later, but 
I feel like that's something I will forever like keep with me and pass on to my children. Like what my parents like put onto me is that like family is number one. Like I guess like with other cultures that's the same thing, but like they're your blood. They're always gonna be there no matter what. And that's the big thing of the Filipino culture, I find. Like I see this is a thing. Like I feel like I'm still like searching with my culture. Like ever since I came into university, I haven't really thought about it. Mm-hmm. Especially being exposed to like other cultures. Like sometimes I forget who I am, like where I came from, like what my culture is until I come back home and I see like because that Philippine channel is the only channel playing on my TV now because my mom took all the cable. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, children are not here, so why should we be watching like this and that? So it's only the Filipino channel playing. And then I'll see like on that channel, I'll see like like the typhoons and stuff happening back home and like I'll see people in pain and all that. And I'll be like looking at them like, these are like, why am I not there? Why is this not me? Like, and I see, like, they look like me. Like, these people look like me. They're the same color as me. Like, that's when I'll get that this kicker. <laughs> Be like, this is my culture. Like, this is where I came from. Like, why don't I embrace it more? Like, I forget, like, the color I'm in. Like, mm-hmm. it's sad. Oh, my God. Now thinking about it. Let's talk about it because you don't think about it enough, right? Mm-mm. I think that's the main point of this podcast. Like, this is stuff that like we unconsciously push to the back of our mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. like like with this, like you're asking me a question, and I'm like, I don't know because mm-hmm. I haven't really put in the effort to actually like search and like ask my mom or something. Forget. Right now, how you just mentioned that it's not something that you constantly remember because you're mm-hmm. still struggling, you're still trying to find out like, who you are mm-hmm. and really root yourself down in your culture. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I just want, like, I want to know more about my Filipino culture. Like, so far, like I said, I don't know much. I know, like, the basics, so, like, the basic traditions, the like what my parents like make me do mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean I do it on my own now but like I want to know more and probably after this I'll probably call my mom and be like tell me more mm-hmm. about like our history and all that like I want to know because I forget and sometimes I don't even realize that I'm Filipino like and also I mean I grew up in Scarborough mm-hmm. a lot of people from the Philippines, Philippines they come to Toronto where very diverse multicultural place and like but Scarborough specifically very a lot of colored people mm-hmm. there's like black and brown yeah. bodies all over the place and not like I set this up but I grew up with all my black people mm-hmm. and I love it mm-hmm. and sometimes I forget like I'm not even gonna like I get like influenced by them sometimes and sometimes I act like a black person, but I don't do it intentionally. Like, mm-hmm. I just, like, I hang out with them a lot, so yeah. it happens. Your squad. 
But then sometimes, like now, I'm thinking, like, wow, like I forget that I'm Filipino. Like, why don't I act more like a Filipino person? But then, like, what even, does that even mean? At the end, I know, like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And then I get reminded of things, like, because, like, when I invite my friends to like my parties, obviously I'm serving like Filipino food. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they would ask me, like, here, like, I have a friend, mm-hmm. Hannah. <laughs> she like, can you bring like lumpia, which is like a Filipino spring roll, spring roll, and like or pancit, which is like noodles in Filipino. And like when they when people come to me and say that, like, can you bring me this type of? It was like, wow, like this is my food. This is mm-hmm. like my friends like my food. Like, yeah. why don't I embrace it more? It just sucks now thinking about it. Like, I need to embrace my culture more, mm-hmm. and that's the plan. I mean, coming to re- university, like I said, like I have embraced it more because I, to be honest, I haven't seen much Filipino people here. Mm-hmm. It just sucks. That's all. I think like I feel like if I had more, mm-hmm. it's not like I set it up, but like it's if I had more, I feel like be more of a conscious, yeah, like a visual representation mm-hmm. of something that something someone who's like you, yeah. And I can relate to, and it does happen when I'm with my cousins and stuff. Like, I'm not a two-faced person, <laughs> but like, I notice that when I'm with my cousins at fam jams, mm-hmm. we would start like saying like my dialect, like words from my dialect, and it'll be fun. Like, I that's when I also realize like I'm Filipino. Like, I get reminded that I'm Filipino. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a battle right now. <laughs> so you're still in kind of the battle zone right now. Mm-hmm. And you're you're gonna come out on the other side. I hope so. Unscarred and unscathed. Yeah. Looking beautiful it's the plan. as always. Oh, thanks, Emma. This is really transitioning into what your future is going to look like yeah. of you really wanting to get to know your culture a lot more. Mm-hmm. What are some of the steps that you want to take to begin this journey? Hmm. Like I said, maybe just like playing so much as going to my mom and like asking her to tell me more mm-hmm. about my culture. Like, what do I not know? Mm-hmm. Like, what did you and dad do? Like, how is it growing up? Because I know, I know, my parents, they sacrificed their lives for me to come here. And I want to know, like, how was it for them, like, growing up? Like, I knew it was a struggle, but I want to know more. Like, what else do I not know? Like, what else can I show off to people? <laughs> like, I'm Filipino. Just really getting into it. Yeah, because right now it's just like, yeah. I just know what every other Filipino Canadian knows and I want to know more. You want to be able to pass it down. Mm -hmm. And how does, um, because I know you're a very godly woman. How does, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's another thing. How does your relationship with your culture also want to influence your religion in the future? So Filipinos, they are very, majority are very Christian. Like they're all Christians. Well, majority, like I said. 
my family specifically is Catholic. And yeah, we grew up in a Catholic house. So prayer is another thing mm-hmm. to God through our challenges, through God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, uh, like growing up, like I would say like elementary school, high school, I was pretty holy. Mm-hmm. I would go to church every Sunday because that's what we do as a family, as a Catholic go to church, go to mass every Sunday. And to be honest, that's another thing. Like I, yes, I am a Catholic. Like I got baptized. I had my first communion. I got conf- I got confirmed in grade eight. And I guess that, that makes you Catholic. But that's another thing. Like I don't know what Catholicism is exactly. Like I listen to the readings and stuff in mass, but do I really know what they're talking about? Like do I actually take it in? And to be honest, I don't. And that's something I'm guilty of. Mm-hmm. But I guess, like, being exposed to, like, other religions, especially in university, I just started contemplating, like, what do I believe in? Like, I know there is a God, and that's who I pray to. But I won't say I'm a hardcore Catholic, mm-hmm. like my parents. And even them, like, I don't know if they are, too. Like, they say they are, and they seem like they are, but... Are they really? (laughs) Is this something you want to work towards in the future? I can't say yes, Mm -hmm. because I don't know. Like, what if I marry someone that's not Catholic? Like, would I go with his religion? Like, I'm open right now to see where this can take. Tell me an anecdote during your childhood. Anecdote. That either positive or negative has influenced you to know who you are and where you kind of stand in Canadian context. Okay. Um, this might be more offensive to the Filipino culture. Do it. And kinda. So, like, for Filipinos, like, their goal, this is more beauty talk. More. Their, like, idol, I guess, like, what they look up to is being a lighter-skinned person. Like, I guess they look up to Americans and be like, oh, they're light-skinned. And that's what they say is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But me, I was never, I was never a fan of that because I'm, I'm pretty light, but I do get tanned easily. Mm-hmm. And I got, I get that from my mom's side because she's more dark-skinned Filipino. And um, I would actually, like, get made fun of by my family members Mm -hmm. being, like, when I get tan, like, I love tanning, like, Mm -hmm. I love the skin I'm in, like, I love being my caramel color, Mm -hmm. I love it, but my family would be like, oh, why are you that color, like, what do you mean, like, I'm bored with this skin, Mm -hmm. like, I was very, like, I was, I didn't take it personal, but at the same time, like, why why do they want to be a lighter skin color? Why can't, if you're light, be light. If you're dark, be dark. Mm-hmm. Like, why does it matter? There's, like, 
Filipinos, there are different ranges of skin color. Like, you can go from white to, like, black. Mm -hmm. Like, my grandfather is pretty black, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, skin color-wise. And I just found that really, like... You weren't a fan. Yeah, mm -hmm. wasn't a fan. Mm -hmm. And, yes, it kind of hurt at times, like, because they would laugh and be like why don't you be more white? I'm like, why do I need to be white? Like, if I'm getting tanned, I'm going to be tanned. It's just skin god. Yeah. <laughs> just accept it. <laughs> I accept it. Like, I still do to this day. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, that's one thing. <laughs> but another thing, mm -hmm. Filipinos, they're Asian. Mm -hmm. First thing, ever since I was little as well, my family criticized me a lot, eh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> They would say I'm Chinese mm -hmm. and not Filipino, mm -hmm. mainly because of my eyes. And to this day, like, I forgot the nickname they gave me, but it's, I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. But they would say I'm Chinese and not Filipino. So when I, I think when I was growing up more so like elementary school, obviously when I started understanding things, I would like start questioning like, am I Chinese or am I Filipino? Mm -hmm. I'm Asian. So that was another battle I grew up with and still do because, like, they still call me Chinese. I'm like, I'm not Chinese. Like, I know it's a joke, but at the same time, it's like, okay, I'm fed up. Like, I'm done with it. I'm Filipino. I'm not Chinese. So these are kind of formative experiences during your childhood that... Yeah. You don't wish upon other people. No, I don't. It's just... <laughs> it sucks sometimes when I think about it. Life goes on. I know what I am. Yeah. I'm accepted. I'm gonna embrace it. And we keep it pushing. We keep pushing, man. But it's bold and pack. to K Reyes. K Reyes! On the podcast. <laughs> Thanks Reyes, for having me. How can people me. reach you? How can people reach me? Yeah, how can they find your work? How can they see you? I'm mainly on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> so you can follow me at K Reyes underscore. That's K A Y E R E Y E S underscore, all lowercase. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you guys follow can contact me. me at like Sister Sama. So. We had a very nice conversation about like what it means to have very strong family dynamic. And also, like, was all over the place. Yeah, and <laughs> like admit. I, I mean, like I could have been more clear, but now that you like asked me all these questions, it's like wow, it really opened up. Yeah, I think I think what's important about your story is that you're still in the process. Mm -hmm. You're still in the battlefield of figuring out who you are, mm -hmm. and just moving through the motions very swiftly while also stumbling at the same time. Right? Yeah, for sure. And as long as we all recognize that we're in a different place of learning, different place in our like journey of understanding who we are, accepting our uniqueness, yes. like you've been mentioning, then there's really no shame in like not knowing different aspects of your culture. Because these are things that are kind of further, these are things that aren't necessarily what we always think about, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, family is always going to be important to all of us, but 
when it comes down to it, what aspects do we actually love and what aspects do we not like? Mm-hmm. Same with like the slippers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Chanel is not all the time I see them. <laughs> the slippers, right? Next time you come over, Sam, you know what's going to happen. I'm going to get slippers, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited for this. Thanks, guys, for listening to another episode of Steep Tea. Yay. As always, you can find out another episode on the SoundCloud page, Steep Tea, as well as the Sisterhood Media Facebook page. You guys can contact me, as always, at Sister Sama on Twitter, Instagram, and all the medias. And stay thriving. Enjoy yes. your journey. Enjoy.